Welcome back, everyone. As you know, I am on a mission to ask questions on behalf of you all and help navigate through the chaotic waters that we all have to deal with. And if you don't actually have to deal with it, then one of your loved ones most likely at one point or another has had to deal with it. And as we navigate through the series of the Wheel of Life, today's topic is totally about finances. Today, I am honored and excited to introduce our guest, Claire Stadhouder. She is a fellow female entrepreneur who is part of the Fem City chapter. She actually is in charge of our Austin chapter here in Texas, and she is a financial independence coach with Bright House Coaching. Welcome to Structuring Chaotic Minds, a show focused on balancing mental wellness and life. If you're just like me, then you likely enjoy crushing your goals. But it's also possible that right now you're struggling with anxiety, being overwhelmed, or balancing life due to mental health. I'm here to help. I'm your host, Melissa Franklin. I'm a leadership and personal development coach on a mission to amplify the fellow voices about our situations, share critical information and knowledge with our family and friends, and at the same time, help remove the social BS about mental wellness and mindsets. Claire, thank you so much for joining us today. You want to go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience? Uh, yes, I do. Um, my name's Claire Starthauer. Indeed, I help mothers transition from uh, full-time motherhood back into the paid workforce. So I help you uh, find out what your sort of values are, what you need in a job, what your skill sets are. They've changed over the years. You've also added a lot of skill sets. A lot of mothers think actually it's been rained back, but you've actually added skill sets. <laughs> and um, work on uh, yeah, just revamping you and getting you all ready and transitioning into the paid workforce. I love that. I love that. So thinking about that, um, it sounds like most likely that's a new journey or a new area for women. And I can't imagine that's always the easiest transition for a lot of people. What do you think is probably the biggest struggle that they deal with as they make that transition? Oh, gee, there's many. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it, it, it can take a time, right? It, it doesn't, it's not something that you work on next week, boom, you're there, right? It depends on your situation, what you want, but, um, yeah, the struggles definitely for see, what do I want? Right. A lot of, uh, these moms have spent their time looking after the rest of the family and never actually paying attention to themselves. So they really have to reconnect with themselves again in order to find out what is it that I want? Uh, what is it that I'm good at? Um, you know, what do I want to achieve? Um, you know, your life was very different pre-kids. Uh, you were different. Uh, you were focusing on different things. So it's really that process of who am I? What do I want? And where am I going? And how do I get there? So I help them with the roadmap as well. I help them get that clarity of what they want. So they know the steps they need to take, right? It's easy to go once you know where you're going, if you don't really know where you're going, that's that's the crux a lot. And then there's the confidence, the whole confidence things. Um, again, they've been out of the workforce for several years. Things have changed. Their previous jobs and the skill sets have changed. Sure. So it's really working through all of that. I love that you point out that um, thinking about all of those things. So as a, as a mom's getting ready to go into there or a new person's ready for me, whenever I have clients come to me, the biggest thing I ask them is, so who do you want to be? And they're like, I don't know. So yeah. when you just name that as a mom, I think that's usually what I get from a lot of moms. Yeah. I don't know what I want. I don't know what yeah. I want. They're so used to living life to be the good daughter, to be the good wife, to be the good whatever it is, but basically to be the good little girl and follow what everybody else wants. I don't think they've ever really taken the time to think about what they want. Yeah. Um. So what is that like unpacking for someone? 
unpacking. So yeah, it, it that depends, right? That depends on their background as well, right? How they've been raised. So it, it comes out very differently in different people. But I think generally it's it's it, it's it's a sense of loss, let's say. It's a sense of not knowing what to do, where to start, right? So I take them through uh, a set of questions to really help them get out of that sort of um wheel that they've been going through right what do I want what do I want I don't know I mean I should like this but I don't know do I really like that right um so those questions will help direct you into thinking um breaking up your thinking basically that's what it is um, and then from there, we take what is uh, your biggest struggle? What is your biggest desire? Um, so it's really also bringing, you know, you and your past and your present and your future together. I love it. Um, I guess for individuals when they're first trying to process this part, what kind of emotions do you see them going through? Because I know for me, it's almost like a sense of guilt that they start feeling as they actually do focus on themselves. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, my goodness, I, I took a nap today or I, and I'm like, wow, but that was scheduled. And they're freaking out that they actually took the time to take a nap because something didn't get done. And I have to reframe it to be like, OK, cool. But if you had not taken that nap, you probably wouldn't have had the energy to do the next stuff you did. Mm -hmm. Um what do you notice how people actually feel or how are their reactions as they transition and actually have to start paying attention to themselves? Yeah, it's it's a very um, uncomfortable position, right? Um, because, yeah, like you say, they're not used to it. So it's completely new territory. So they might have uh, thoughts or feelings indeed that are a bit sort of unnerving, maybe scary at times. So they can have either more anxiety, indeed, like you say, also more guilt as well. Um, I think sometimes also even more confusion, right? Because now they are getting more used to thinking about themselves. They have that to sort of think about as well and work through. So it's definitely a, a bit of a roller coaster, indeed. It is also a fun ride, but it is it can be a bit of a roller coaster but it's all working towards bringing you back up so i would always say to my clients just just go with it and mm -hmm. accept it be kind as well don't you know be aware of that self-talk indeed and again i have different tips and tricks to to manage that as well but it's really also a lot about checking in with yourself and getting more comfortable and more aware about how you're feeling mentally but also physically I love how you said be kind. Can you emphasize on that a little bit more? Because I think others would be like, oh, let's go people please everybody. But you totally mean something different when you said be kind. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, be kind to you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I think, yeah, we're, I mean, we're all so hard on ourselves, right? We have high expectations. Um, so it's, yeah, it's really about being patient with yourself and kind of in a way talking to yourself like you would talk to your best friend or, you know, a, a dear family member. But um, it's also about um, giving your time, yourself time and space and being patient. Um, that's what I mean, indeed, by being kind. So being kind is also guarding your boundaries. That's being kind. And you can set your boundaries in a very kind and respectful way to other people as well. I love right. that. It's actually a reminder of, um, I think it's a book with Jordan Peterson. It's called um, 12, Chap or 12 Powers, I forget which one, 12 Rules of Life. 
And um, there's one particular part where he says, treat yourself like someone you are responsible for helping. Yeah. And I think that's a hard one for us because we're so used to helping everybody else instead of ourselves. Yeah. And it feels very foreign, as you said it. Um, sounds like a lot of words of anxiety probably come out a lot. I think that's probably something that they probably struggle with. How do you help get them through that? Or what are some tips you can tell someone who's like, okay, cool, I'm going to take your advice. I'm going to focus on me a little bit. And then they start having the anxiety. How can they work through that? Because they, they're going to need to get through it at one point. Yeah, you are. And also with anxieties, there's different things you can do. And I would certainly always say, um, take baby steps, right? It, it's not leaps and bounds. It's little steps. So uh, do what you can handle, do what you feel comfortable with. Anxiety is always going to come up. And that's not... Um, it's not bad. Anxiety is not bad. I think we all start to panic when we, you know, hear the word anxiety or realize that, oh, maybe I'm feeling anxious. Anxiety is just a very sort of exaggerated um, excitement, let's say. So it's also about reframing, right? So yes, I'm anxious, but actually I'm really excited. So one very simple thing that you can keep telling yourself, and you might feel a bit, you know, silly doing this at first, but it's just to say, it's like, I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited about this stage in my life. I'm really excited about, you know, what I'm doing. And if you keep repeating that to yourself, it will help flip the switch. You can also have a conversation with anxiety because anxiety is also there to help you, right? Again, it's it's an over-exaggerated emotion. Um, so um, you can just say, hey, anxiety, hey, you know, uh, good to see you today. I understand you're trying to help me. You're trying to protect me because that's also what anxiety is trying to do, right? It's trying to protect you, but it's just in an overemphasized way. And just have that conversation so you sort of like feel less... Um, um, anxious or scared about anxiety have that conversation with it mm -hmm. um there's you know i can give tips on how to start or you know continue that conversation other things you can do is breath work is one of the most powerful ways to calm down the brain there's a ton of breathing exercises you can do um my favorite and simple one is just uh, to breathe into the count of six, hold to the count of two, and then breathe out to the count of eight. So the out breath is always longer than the in breath, and mm -hmm. it really helps bring down your heart rate, your um, you know your anxiety levels. You can even do that three or four times. You can do it anywhere. So like um, in your office, in your bedroom, you can do it standing, you can do it sitting. Um, but doing that for like three or four deep breaths and focus breaths and when you're breathing in really imagine this bright white light this golden light that is really warming you up even that visualization really helps you calm it down and you can do this as often as you need during the day but the breath work is is one of the most powerful ways um the other thing i like to tell people who are you know getting really that overly anxious feeling a bit right you want to get out of your head because your head is in overdrive and your head is creating these thoughts and these, yeah. these uh, situations, right? So For it's sure. just to focus on five things. So five things you hear, five things you feel, and five things you see. It really helps you get out of your head and see and feel the bigger picture around you. Okay, I love this. So more than anything... It seems like you actually help them coach through the physio parts because I really love how you were framing to reword anxiety. Sometimes people 
say I'm nervous and oh my goodness I think I'm gonna throw up because it's just the amount of nerves that they're feeling oh yeah and when you're calm you can usually ask yourself to analyze it um there is yes. like a wheel of emotions and usually they're on polar opposite ends to where it's I'm actually feeling very anxious anxious and then if you realize it it's the exact same feeling as excitement the way you were saying so if you can reframe those words and tell your mind what that actually is yeah and your brain slowly but surely starts to accept that that was the purpose of it yeah and yeah. reshifts over so I love this yeah. so yeah I'm hearing you right like the biggest thing that you would suggest is kind of figure out what you want first and then once you figure out what you want reset and actually keep focusing on just taking care of you and mm -hmm. adjusting to grow your own skill sets and your own thing yes. and then as you're going through this process being very sure that they're rewording how they talk to themselves and as they're getting to the points to where they might be struggling with anxiety or other things that might be overwhelming just really taking a lot of a physio approach so that's not about right yeah, it does. And the same goes for, um, you know, because we'll also go through what is holding you back. That's kind of like different to the anxiety. But, you know, we're also looking at, so why haven't you done this yet? You know, what has stopped you from doing that before? What do you need to move forward? Right. So we also have those conversations to really help them also get clear to see where the blocks are and what they can do to, you know, let's say I call it evaporate them and then move forward as well, indeed. So. And what impact does this have on finances? Because I know you help them with their finances and such. And I, I don't know about you, but anything else that I'm overwhelmed about, I don't tend to make the best decisions. Um, uh, so how right. does this impact them when it comes to their financial planning? Right. So I don't do financial planning. Um, oh, okay. I help them obviously get the job that they want. So they have more of that financial, financial. freedom. So that that more, yeah, that financial stability. Um, so I don't go too much into finances. I can help them um, have some healthy habits around okay. finances. Because again, that, like you say, right, that also has to do with anxiety sometimes, right? Some overspend when they're anxious. Yes. So some spend more money once the money starts coming in. You know, why yes. is that? You know, I finally have the money. Why am I spending it, right? So yeah, it's also definitely working on the money mindset, but I don't actually do the financial planning for them. But okay. I can give a lot of tips about how to you know, help, uh, look at your finances in a healthy way. Yeah. It's more than help them unleash so that way they can grow to the next states and continue to grow their financial wellness. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Well, then thinking about this, where can they go and find you then as a coach and where can they actually reach out for you to get these services? Yeah. So my website is uh, brighthousecoaching.com. You can send me an email there as well at claire at brighthousecoaching.com. Uh, I have a Facebook page. It is Claire Starthowder, brighthousecoaching.com. And we have private groups as well. But uh, but yeah, so those are the best places to um, to reach me at. And I know I've attended some of your panels before. Um, you do a lot of panels on like mental health and wellness and such. Is there anything that you might have going on with one of your chapters or anything that somebody else might want to be able to attend to be able to check out and get to know a little bit more about you? Um, yes. I mean, they can definitely um, attend one of our Femme City um, uh, chapter meetings, indeed. Uh, I would say they can sign up for a, a free once 30 day free, you know, uh, membership. It's easy cancelling. So if you feel it's not for you or this is not the right time for you, you're very welcome to join any meeting you want within that uh, month time frame. So it's a really, really good way of really learning 
all the things that uh, Fem City has to offer you because there is so much and the community is so good. Um, our next meeting is next week on the 17th of November. We are actually going to have um, a tax and business consultant as a guest speaker. So if you are somebody who's kind of, you know, trying to work out, you know, whether you do want to start a business, it might be, be a really good one. Ah. Yeah, I mean, it's all these basics again, right? And when you're starting your own business, there is so much to think about. And those are the yep. slightly less sexy, but very, very important foundations. Very necessary. And as we're coming to the end of the year, and I haven't really kept up with my bookkeeping like I should have, and that sort of stuff, I'm totally going to need to reshift to get that stuff right. So I <laughs> yep. will be there. I will definitely be yep. there. Yep. Well, thank you okay. so much for coming on, Claire. Um, really looking at this, I just kind of want to reiterate with our with our guests mm -hmm. and such tell us again what would you say were the three pillars of your framework and your particular program yeah so we work at your uh or work on your values so what is really really important to you and you'll be surprised when we go through these exercises you'll be surprised you'll be like oh i knew this but you know um so values is very very important we work on you know the mindset so that would be mindset around anxiety, you know, uh, blocks, all that. And we look at your skill set. So what are they? What have you learned during the time that you weren't actually working in the office, but you were working at home? You know, what you can do to sort of um, enhance your skill set, uh, resume tips and all that sort of stuff, interview tips. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Claire. If you found Claire's insights as helpful as we have today, Go ahead and check out the episode notes on more information on where to contact her and how to find her. Next time, as always, stay structured and stay smiling. And remember, balance is not something you find. It's something you create. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. To catch up on the rest of the season, visit StructureAndChaoticMinds.com or take a quick browse on your current app to see which episodes resonate with you. If you struggle with your own mental wellness or even just balancing life, we have a team of individuals at our site who can help. You can visit StructureInnovations.com and find a coach or mentor fit for you. Thank you for joining me once again, Melissa Franklin, on this episode of Structuring Chaotic Minds. Stay structured and smiling.